And we're live. We're live, James. It's time to record another of these wonderful episodes of Not So Superintendent. And it, it is going to be a doozy, I believe. We, we have a lot of questions. We have a lot, a lot of stuff going on. So it's going to be rowdy. So welcome to another episode. our viewers for questions on Instagram and they definitely came through. We have a lot of good questions. So, but first I need to talk to you about a few things. So we both have, mem- now you, you messed up. You thought your member guest was last week, but it was, it's actually this week. You can see my brain is, is, is on overdrive right now. Are you thinking about too many things already? Yeah. Up dates. Yeah, that was my bad. You know what? Just treat every week like it's like it's member guest, right? <laughs> treat treat every week like it's member guest. Like you have seven hundred people come to your club, and they're gonna nitpick and judge every single little thing. Why? Why is it member? I guess you know what's funny is like member guest. When I first started working on a golf course, I didn't understand, and, and uh, then you realize, oh, this is the biggest tournament of the year for this club unless you're a club that has a pga event something like that but either way i mean member guest is is huge and it's kind of crazy i mean it's literally just a match and they create it to be this huge thing but it's a lot of fun and i'm excited for this year's i'll tell you i i'm actually just got some news today and i'm very excited about it i am invited to some dinner on Saturday after member guest. Oh, you're going to be part of the... Uh, I'm going to so be part you, of the crowd out there. Oh, so and, you went from from peasant to noble now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. And I, I don't know why, but, you know, the superintendent... My superintendent came over to me and was like, hey, would you like to... Do you want to come to the dinner on Saturday? I was like, am I allowed? And he was like, yeah, you're invited. It's like me and you are me and you were invited. You and and Tiffany, you guys can come, whatever. And I'm like, oh well, Tiffany's gonna be out of town, uh, but I can come, you know, whatever. And he was like, it's like, and my wife's gonna be out of town too. Actually, it's gonna be just us. It's gonna be a little weird. So we were saying we might have to get like escorts or something. I'm not sure yet. Um, you know, you can't show up alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's just what I heard that you're not allowed to show up alone. So I don't know. We're gonna have to figure something out. But either way, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited. More from a content standpoint, I'm excited to meet these people, see how they react in a realm I've never seen them react before. When they're in the clubhouse, they're trying to impress. Not only other members, but they're also trying to impress other members' guests, right? They, you got, I mean, some of these members are probably bringing people who have never really been into golf that much. Some of them, obviously, most, I guess most of them are bringing people from other clubs or whatever because they want a chance to win, right? But uh, it's going to be very interesting. And I, I'm, I, I'm planning on next week being a lot of stories for that so definitely stay tuned well, my 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 I have two quick questions actually yeah, maybe a three 
first of all, you can ask all, as many as you want, James. You're part of this podcast, so oh, you're, you're oh, okay. more welcome I to forgot, ask as many as you like. I forgot. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I talk most of the time. All right, I, I'm a blabbermouth. I got it. All right, no, you can no. talk as much as you want, though. I was going to ask you one. First one is what do you wear? Second, yeah, that okay. Go ahead. Continue. Second, do you partake in beverages? And third, what in terms of conversations do you think you're going to get into? Okay. Number one, what do I wear? That's a great question. The reason it's a great question, because automatically what pops into your mind, you're like, oh, dinner at the clubhouse. You think of a suit. And that might be the case. I might be wearing a suit. I don't know. I didn't really get that deep into that conversation because I was just like kind of confused. I was like, I'm going to this member guest dinner. Are you kidding me? And and so I didn't ask that question, but I'm going to. So in my mind, I'm like either just a maybe just a button down, hopefully just a button down khakis, maybe maybe some nicer dress pants and just like regular khakis, I guess. But so that's what I'm hoping for. I don't like wearing. I don't want to wear a full suit. It's July, man. It's hot. Come on. I ain't wearing a full suit. What do you think this is? But that's my plan is to hopefully just wear a button down, because what I'm thinking is it's not just a regular dinner at the club it's like people just got done golfing so everybody's gonna be in golf apparel so that's why i'm thinking i don't need to dress up too too much but i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna get confirmation on that tomorrow because i really just don't know uh do i partake in beverages that's a great question now i'm the type of guy no matter what i enjoy a glass of wine with dinner i enjoy like one maybe two drinks at the most I'm a big guy, so that does nothing. So I'm not worried about partaking in a beverage or two. Uh, I think, you know, an irresponsible person could go up there and really make a fool of themselves and possibly put their job in jeopardy. But I trust myself to just have one or two drinks because that's all I enjoy anyway. Um, So I probably will have a drink with dinner. Right. And then your final question, James, uh, I can't recall. What the heck the did co- you ask um, me? Uh, what would you oh, want? Like, what do you think about t- you're going to talk about with these guys? That's a good question. I, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I don't know because I, I'm a little, when I get in areas where I don't feel comfortable, I tend to just kind of stay in my own little bubble right just me and the superintendent talking but then what's going to happen more than likely is you know my superintendent's been there for like 11 years so he knows all these people so he will probably drag me into conversation and i don't know that's a great question i'm sure there's going to be you know some guys that are just going to want to talk to me about their lives and stuff because they're going to be hammered and i'm just going to sit there and listen and then you know i'm sure most of it will be about you know they're going to ask me a question about how how do we make this look good or how do we, you know, what's up with this area or something like that. I, I don't know, to be honest, because I've never been in this situation, James. It's going to be it's going to be a whole new world for me. I'm going to be like the one percenters. I you know what? And I. I one time went to a dinner like this and it wasn't at the club, but it was with a club I worked at. We went to this nice like uh rooftop bar kind of deal that they rented out for the whole all the employees of the club right and it was 
kind of like served as if it was like a clubhouse dinner or whatever. And you got people, you got the big wigs, you know, greens committees all there and everything like that, you know, things like that. I have a feeling it's going to be similar to that, but it's going to be me trying to be a little, even a little quieter because I'm around members and I want to watch what I say. Right. I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm Will. I'm, I'm the host. Su- not so superintendent. Like what? You know, I, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't want to bring up the podcast. Not yet. Right. Don't want uh, yeah. No. Stay away from that conversation for sure. Yeah, man. And cause I, that could be interesting. Now that's, that's a mistake that somebody would make that had a little bit too much to drink. They might be like, oh yeah, I do this podcast where I just like talk mad junk. And they're like, about us? I'm like, yeah, among other things, but you know, you're in there, you know? (laughs) 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 I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't, you know, we don't, we try not to to smack talk members because in reality, we love our members, right? Uh, And it's just, we started this because of, we see these things and we're like, these need to be talked about, right? So of course members are in it, but. You know, that's just something I wouldn't want to bring up. I mean, you know, what's funny is, you know, nobody in my club knows, including my superintendent. Nobody knows about this. However, nobody knows about this podcast at all that, that I know of. However, the foreman at the golf course that I work at right now just started following at Not Supers Pod on TikTok. Oh, now. Nice. Yeah. So and and. I saw it and I was like, ooh, huh, I'm curious. Now, this has been about a week since this has happened and he hasn't mentioned it. And we ride around a lot because he's the foreman. I'm the assistant. We kind of try to tackle things together, right? We were riding around today, actually, looking at stuff, trying to make sure we were both on the same page for member guest. I don't know if he knows. I don't even know if he what, what probably happened is he downloaded TikTok. And he just saw a golf course maintenance page and he just followed it. He probably didn't even realize it was a Dagawine podcast, but I don't know. It should be interesting. I think my superintendent, he's the kind of guy that would really enjoy this podcast. And a part of me, want, and I've been wanting to tell him about it and just see how he reacts. And I've been thinking about also like, you know, just kind of seeing if he finds out about it. But this guy just found out about Amazon Prime being a thing. And, oh, a little late, a little late. And and I just showed him the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. That's a little late too for that. Too. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like a month ago, I showed him the Joe Rogan Experience because he he was like, I think I've heard of that. What the heck is that? And I was like, Yeah, it's just the biggest podcast in the world. Yep. And um, I showed him that. And and now he's listening. He listens to Joe Rogan. And then uh, the other day, he or like this was like two weeks ago, he comes up to me. He goes, you ever heard of this Amazon Prime? I was like, yep, I I, I have it. He's like, I'm on my 30 day trial. I never even knew that. <laughs> you know, you can get stuff in like less than two days. I was like, yep, yep. You yep, can I- get it the same day if you want to. You know, it, it's like. I was like, this dude's never going to find out about this podcast, so we want him to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, I got so, because I actually, as you know, I already, already told you this. Maybe I mentioned on the podcast, but I've had salesmen come up to me and talk about the podcast. 
Um, right. Don't know how right. avid, and they know you too, but they don't know how avid they listen to. But obviously, my superintendent knows that I'm doing this, but he only mentioned it once to me, and it didn't really seem like he actually really had a care to listen to. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, it, I like he might not be into that whole this whole podcast deal, but the only only requirement was not to talk about the course, and I was like, oh, sure in a negative aspect and i was like oh yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna name i'm not gonna spill out the beans about the course i mean i'm gonna say (laughs) stories but i'm not gonna be like saying like at this place at this you know specific time like all this you know yeah we just try to be vague you know it's it's that's how my last superintendent was he knew about it because i started it that with you know i told him about the idea and then i just was like Hey, you know that podcast thing? He's like, I heard it. I was like, it's like the next day. I was like, how'd you hear it? Already? I was like, dang, all right. How did he hear about it? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm friends with, see, I posted on Facebook, but he didn't have Facebook, but I, a lot of salesmen in that area were friends with me on Facebook. I'm sure they just text them about it or something, but, but yeah, man. So it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, we have to tell you about our wonderful friends at Spectrum Technologies. They have been amazing with us and you have to be amazing with them. Go get their Spectrum TDR meters because you won't regret it, man. It's, it's legit the best tool you can get for the job. And of course, you need to be following them on Instagram and Twitter at Spectrum underscore technologies underscore Inc. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I want to be buried with one of these Spectrum TDR meters because I might as well. I'll probably die with it in my hands because it never leaves my cart. I mean, it's just with me all the time. Okay. So if you're not carrying it around, then you can't be cool like me. Okay. That's all I want to say. You have to be cool like me and carry around a Spectrum TDR. Uh, But yeah, check them out. Go to specmeters.com and make sure you be following them. They are wonderful over there. Thank you, Spectrum, for sponsoring us. Well, let's get into the question, shall we? We got some doozies. Uh, okay, so this one feller texted or messaged and said, "If asked to be a superintendent tomorrow, what would you be worried about weakness-wise?" And uh, by the way, I I read like this one and one other one, and the rest of these I haven't read yet. So, and I didn't want to think about this. I kind of wanted to give my initial thoughts on the pod. So I guess initially I just go everything. Right. But then you're like, Oh no, no, no. Like, you know, my boss has been out of town and I've like handled things and stuff. You know, the day to day stuff is pretty easy. It's, it's when you start having some issues and you don't know what it is as far as like disease, things like that. And just, I think the biggest thing that I would say is being more involved in the prepping of spraying has made me feel more confident. My last boss was very good with this, like involving me in the spraying, like not, not just the spraying, obviously I did that a ton, but planning out your sprays, you know, why we're going to spray this here and why we're going to spray this here. Why not to spray this here? Uh, that has helped me and and i would say a year ago i probably would have said i was like you know chemical stuff and and maybe that is still my answer but i would say just like i i guess it'd probably have to be chemical that would be like the only thing that 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 in my opinion is the hardest part of the job is like 
making sure you're spraying the right things and at the right times and you don't look like an idiot. I don't know. What what is your initial thoughts, James? I, I no, I hard- totally agree with you on that front. I think that is like if you're gonna be a superintendent anywhere, you should it's always probably gonna be a struggle to figure out your um your spray schedule. I was yeah. thinking about budgeting. Um, oh sure. Just sure, yeah. Because like if you're getting thrown in and you're not I mean, for me, I don't I have no experience with going through budgets as of yet. Um, but I would feel like, yeah, like going to ask, you know, the membership, you know, for X amount of dollars for, you know, early order or for, um, for labor or for whatever your equipment, um, you know, like, you know, your equipment budget, um, or capital budget, uh, these things, like I always think about like, yeah, money is, um, it's a sensitive subject, but it's needed, especially in our industry because, you know, these, everything is so expensive. Yeah. Everything is, is costly. Yeah. And I think that depends a lot on what course you're at because some courses that man, like they don't, they don't care what you spend. Like in, in some courses I've been, I've been at, it's been a matter of, oh, we basically don't have a budget. But like you basically have to bring it to this person and then, you know, bring this idea that you want to buy this up to this person and then they'll go talk to this person and then they'll decide if that's worth it. So, but I, I remember the first course I was an assistant at, I thought it was way bigger of a deal because they were like on a budget because they were owned by this company and this company gives you a budget. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know this, but what I, what I assume and what I've heard through the grapevine is that, you know, you try to stay within your budget, you know, that leftover budget basically goes to the superintendent. I don't know if that's how it is at every course. I don't even know if that's what it was at that course, but that's what I heard. Uh, so I think, yeah, budget, that's a great answer. I, I think budgeting, that would definitely be tough. I think I've, uh, you know, I've done a little bit with that, not too much. So that, that would be tough. I'm trying to think, man. What about I, also, know, I think big a big one, I didn't even mention this, but Having like if you let's say you walked into uh, a totally different crew, like that crew's been there for God knows how long, it could be decades, and then you just walk in and you're you're the boss, you have the big pants on, and you're trying to gain respect and um, also just like have you know reassurance that they are looking out for your best interest. I think that that also is coming to mind too. Um, yeah and putting trust in your assistant you know that takes a lot of time it it, you know this so my experience with that has been different at every place and depends on how the superintendent is and and obviously the time of year you know sometimes superintendents they don't want to be away because they don't trust everybody Uh, I luckily have been in a position where the superintendent has gained their trust in me and like like oh yeah I, I can leave you know, I don't have to be here 24 seven, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, you're fine, dude. Uh, so yeah, man, I think beginning to build trust in your crew and in your superintendent. And, uh, I think I'm a little too trusting, uh, with like my crew and stuff, you know, I I'll, I'll tell them to go do something, not knowing if they even understand what I'm saying. And then I go start spraying this or mowing fairways or whatever it is. I'm like, Oh, I'm sure they got that done, you know, <laughs> you know, things like that. But, <laughs> but, you know, I think I'm a little too trusting sometimes on that, but 
uh, it only matters if he didn't come back to bite you in the butt. I think that and um and just fertilizer and and stuff in general. I know a lot of people have their own like schedule with that, and I I now I'm kind of with a guy who like he's more of like a oh once you see it start getting hungry, you know you just give it some fertilizer just just do that and i'm like oh yeah you're right like it's just that easy so it's like getting your, your the vibe of how you want to run the course it's going to take a lot of time and if you get dumped in as a superintendent in the in summertime you don't have time to to do all that you just are worried about keeping your grass alive you know so you're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at it and hoping that you can make it through the summer yeah i'm not sure about you but um here i hear a lot of that it's like you have like you have two years of like the honeymoon phase where if you you know you mess up like on the first year okay well it's like you're getting used to it you you can make excuses like you can actually say like oh you know like i'm still like i'm just trying to figure this out um it's trying to you know just dial things in but after the second year if the second year either go if that's really the testament um, because yeah. yeah, if you, you said, if you're losing grass, um, you know, on the second year, uh, that could be, you know, yeah. yeah but could, what's it, it but could, to what extent though? Because I feel like as your first year superintendent, you're like, you see a little patch. You don't know if it's ABW damage or if it's dag one, you know, anthracnose or whatever. And you just immediately start freaking out and you're throwing everything at it. And sometimes. And that's what's going to break your budget, right? And I think when you were talking about budget, I think, in my opinion, the hardest thing with that would be the chemical planning, right? Because right, chemical yeah. is, is such a big part of your budget, you know, 300 grand plus of your budget is just chemical. And I think that every place I've been, it's like every year the chemical budget ends up going over, you know, oh, I spent 350 grand or I spent 400 grand. Like, how did you spend that? Well, things came up and like, well, you got to know what to spray. So you're not just throwing everything at it. You know, you need to know that it's this type of damage. You know, that's the, that's the thing. And that's the pressure, I guess, is the biggest thing is, um, is that so, yeah, that was a good. I, I also good. would want to also one last point is also yeah. your membership, um, expectations. Like, Oh yeah. If you're at a club that they don't want to see things that are looking freaking brown or that things are you know looking weak in certain areas you know that's like you said before like you don't want to have your greens chairman on your hunt like on your back just telling you all the things that are you know the negative things that are going yeah. on in the course you want to do a side that you can also you know you can you can he has also you know gained trust with the um the greens committee as well yeah. as just you know knowing that you're you know, you're trying to do the best job that you can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's very true. This one, in my opinion, is pretty easy. Would you rather deal with your workers or members? 100% workers. You, James? Yeah, I mean, dealing with the members, that's... That's, that's tough. A whole, yeah, that's a whole can of worms. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. We're actually seeing this right now with member guests coming up. Is the head pro I, I mean the the number one complaint here we get is about the pens right 
the pins are in a terrible spot. They're hard. You know, it's like, yeah, dude. I mean, this, the greens are tough. I don't know what to tell you. And we, we, we are too good with our TDR moisture meters and we can make them fast. Okay. We have degrees in turf grass management. That's what we do. Okay. Make them fast. We can't put the Daguan pin in the middle of the green every single week because then that part will be dead. Um, but anyway, so he's worried so much about these pins. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just go cut them? I mean, if you're so worried, because I mean, he's getting, we have one guy that primarily sets up and he literally was like, Hey, can, can this guy come to come and like, we, we ride around and like, look at all these places in the pin sheet and like, make sure they're not going to be too hard. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, it's not that big of a deal though. Like uh, uh, one or two tough pins. It's not going to be the end of the world. But he's like, dude, you don't understand, man. Like, I have to deal with that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't understand. But every single time, I would just reply with, hey, it's golf. It's tough. And he just, he's like, I, I had like an honest conversation. I'm like, dude, you just got to like, just tell him how it is, man. Like, it's just the way life goes. Okay, I'll tell you, but this, I don't- one thing that pisses me off is when you have a pin sheet with the depth chart and mm-hmm. you pace it out and then a member complains that it was like a couple of paces off. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> really? Is this happening? Is, are you a professional? Are you a PGA tour player that you can dial yeah. that, that, that swing in to the exact yeah, yardage? Yeah, you just do it like perfectly every single time. You're no, right literally, at this. It's, <laughs> it's like, what, what, what are you complaining about? It's golf. Yeah. It's supposed to be challenging. The yeah, pin yeah. is like the, the, you have to, you actually have to like, you know, work to get a par. You have to work to actually get a good score. You, it's not yeah, life like, is uh, tough sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Some of these things it happen, is. you know, it is, it do is. You, and you, you know, I've paint- been talking to, go ahead. Sorry. Do you paint the cups too on member guests? Oh, no, uh, I, that's a good question. I don't know if we do here. Um, at my last club, all we did was we painted them on like member guest, you know, 4th of July, a couple big, you know, days that matter. Right. And then I've worked at courses where we do it every single day. That's ridiculous. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling we don't, to be honest with you. I don't think we do. Um, but, you know, it. It's funny you bring that up with the whole depth chart thing. I, I I say we get rid of the the pin sheets, those clubs that do pin sheets every day. We don't. At my club that I work at right now, we don't, but I've worked at clubs that do. And it's ridiculous, A. B, nobody actually looks at them. They just use a Dagwon, what's it called? The, the it's uh, called range, range finder. finder. Yep. Yeah, the range finder. I mean... Do you really need to know how many paces off the front of the green it is? And I get where it could become could come in handy sometimes. But we also do the different colored flags, man. Like there's a reason for and maybe not not every club does, but we do. So like, why do we need the pin sheet, man? What do we need that for? Let's get get that out of here. Let's let's stop micromanaging where we put the pins, okay? That's the way I look at it. Mhm. But I don't know. But yes, uh, 100% rather deal with workers because workers can suck, man. But and actually I had a situation today where I would rather talk to a member than one of my workers who was just yelling and freaking out because he's crazy. And but 
overall, 100%. Okay. This is a great question. How have you changed your style since starting as a, an assistant? Your style. What does that mean? Style. Hmm. I never heard style in a uh... style. And I'm, I'm curious. Okay. Let's take it two ways here. Well, I assume he just means like maybe management. Actually, I don't know. I think I, I, I got glazed over that question. I just thought he meant, how have you changed your style since starting? Maybe he meant lifestyle. I think when I read it the first time, I think that's what I thought it meant. <laughs> I thought it said, let's go with lifestyle. And uh, Mr. Uh, let me see his name real quick. Uh, Mr. Mark, if you would like, if this isn't what you meant, you can send in uh, what you actually meant and we will do that question instead. Because if you want to know about my style, uh, like clothing wise, it's pretty bad. It's, um, you know, at work, it's it's your good old polo and khaki shorts and Crocs and no hat, Costa sunglasses, and we're ready to rock and roll, and that's it. Outside of work, it's basketball shorts and a t-shirt and Crocs. So that's my lifestyle, or that's my clothing style. My lifestyle, I'll tell you, this has changed quite a bit as an assistant because you can't make plans because you don't know what time you're going to get off work. And I just, just, I'll, you can't make plans. And then if you know you're off a certain weekend, you make those plans way in advance so that you can make arrangements for the superintendent or if you have a second assistant to be there. And it's stressful. You know, you don't know when you're getting off, things like that. You know, how's, how's your lifestyle changed since you became an assistant, James? Um, Definitely, but the the more responsibility, like as you pointed out, like yeah, you don't know, you can't like, especially for me, it's a little different. Our schedule is a little different. I get one day off a week, but um, you know, like, and then you work to, every weekend, right? I know. I I get off one day on the weekend. Sorry, I didn't. Wasn't that specific. oh oh? You get like a Saturday or a Sunday off, exactly, and oh, I can switch okay. that switch that either way, but. The thing is like, yeah, you really, you know, you really can't um, commit to things, you know, that other people might have, you know, more freedom with. And, you know, during the week, weekdays, you're, you know, you know, you're tied down. You have, you have, uh, you don't know how long you're going to be there. So it's exactly, you know, what essentially it is, is that I, I say this is that you, you're yeah, you're tied to the to the job, and you go to bed at like nine o'clock or ten o'clock at night, and you do you know you're you're already knowing that you have an early morning you know the next day. So I mean, you can't. Really my be, lifestyle has yeah. changed. The other day, I was off of work. Uh, it was a Saturday, and I woke up at six a.m. That's how my lifestyle has changed. I used to wake up at noon, and <laughs> also I'll tell you this, and this is. Uh, a PSA to superintendents, GMs, uh, all those wonderful people listening. When I came to this course, he told me, he said, um, you know, you're not married to this place if you come here. He said, if you need a day off in the middle of July, you let me know. If you need a week off in July, you let me know. It's not a big deal. This isn't, you know, you're not 
tied to this place. And, and that is that is the truth. If, if I if I needed a day off, I haven't. But if I needed one day off, if I needed to go to a wedding or whatever, I, I've literally had to say no to weddings. You know, I've had to say no to, you know, really good friends, family members, weddings and stuff like that because of I can't get off in July. I can't get off in August. I can't get off. You know, that was one of the things I was like, okay, this place is different. And most I I think they're hopefully things are getting more to that level where they're like, hey, man, like you don't have to be a slave to this place all summer long. Like You don't just kiss your summer goodbye completely. If you need to take off, like my mechanics on vacation right now, and it's and it's July, and, and we're taking care of it. It's not a big deal. But you know, some some superintendents are like no, like you can't take off. I mean, unless you're like deadly sick, unless you got the vid, you know, you're coming right. in. Well, you need to find a, like a superintendent, or you need to find someone. I have this mentality: I work to live, I don't live to work. So, like, sure. Like if I'm I, if I'm gonna go work at another place, I want the same person to have that mentality where they're like, yeah, if you have something going on and you tell me in advance or whatnot, not the day of, and yeah. doing um, a good job or you're doing the right thing, um, as it is, you know, that's fine. But I don't want to be with somebody that's like that is expecting me to work there seven days a week throughout the whole season. Um, yeah. And, you know, essentially a slave to the job. And I'm not, yeah, that's just not built. I don't think that's built for any human. Um, no, uh, no, maybe except our amigos. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. Well, that's a different story. Seven, yeah. They're a whole other breed. They need, they, they need work to seven actually days make weekend. money to send it to their country. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But still, man, I, I don't know how these guys are, are freaking still walking sometimes i'm like the work they do and i'm like how did y'all do this before you started the h2b program and he's like i don't know and i was like he was like <laughs> we need to get more next year i was like yeah we do <laughs> and, uh, but <laughs> i don't know how they did it i really don't but uh anyway that's how that's how my lifestyle has changed i think that um but i think that you you grow more appreciation for you know, the career and everything, um, over time I've, 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 you know, cause it's not the most glorious job in the world, but you look at things a little bit differently. And, um, as you go to different courses and as you kind of grow in your position, you learn kind of why you appreciate it so much. And if you can't figure that out, then you're probably not in the right thing, you know, the right position, but it also might not be the right place for you. So, um, that's what I would say on that. Uh, Charles wants to know when he can come speak on the podcast. Now, let me tell you something about Charles. Charles is, uh, I, I, I was recently asked to be on the committee for the CGCSA and, uh, Charles is on that. And so we are on the committee together, stepping up in the world, making this world a better place for grass people. Right, because we're gonna make it awesome for us. I guess the 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 assistance CGCSA. I don't I don't know. Don't ask me. I just I just joined or whatever. Uh, but yes, Charles, you can come speak on the podcast. That would be cool because we need to um hear from others and their wonderful thing. I, and there's been like thirty people who have like messaged me within the past like few months asking me to be on. And I'm like, yeah, we'll set something up. 
honestly, if you really want to be on the podcast, you just have to give me a date and a time and I'll see if it works with me, between me and James because I'm not going to follow back up, honestly, because I am too busy and forget. So if you want to be on the podcast, shoot me a couple dates and times that you're available and we will try to record with you. So next question, would you rather walk Mo Greens for 12 straight hours in 100 degree weather with endless water? Okay, you have unlimited supply of water, but you're walk mowing for 12 hours straight in 100 degrees or you're stuck in an irrigation hole where you dig endlessly all day. It's 250 yards out in the middle of the fairway where you're unable to get out of the way of any golf balls going to hit you for six hours. That's a great think? question. It's a great that question. A I love it. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. One. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the great outdoors sent that to us. I don't know. You're an actual That's name, a really he, good he sent question. us a lot of good, uh, he sent us a lot of good stuff. So Yo, I, the guy who told us about the muck, muck boots. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. 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 It, it's the guy who sent us info about the muck boots. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. Okay, so what what are you thinking here, James? What what are you taking on that? I feel like the hole, the digging the hole, there's a hazard. You could get hit by a golf ball. Sure. And plus, yeah, digging, you might die, but you're fine. <laughs> digging is terrible, but you're not actually moving. You're not. You're just digging. Sure. Sure. But I'm gonna take the the mowing route. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me. Well, before you answer, before you answer, okay. remember, th- this is the big one. This is the big part of it. You're mowing greens for twelve hours. Wow, but you're digging a, a hole for six. Oh, oh, I are we double cutting for the whole day or triple? Yeah, triple yeah, it's cu- gonna cutting? suck. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think I'm you're, just... I think you're walk mowing fairways. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. What? Why would I be cutting that long? Um, I don't know. I, hopefully, the greens are very small. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't so... matter. You don't stop for twelve hours, so. Well, you can stop when you can get a little break in between each hole. You can maybe I don't know. I'm not the judge of this one. The great outdoors. Take that, take that sip of water. You know, <laughs> when you're after your, you know, after you go through it after the fifth, the fifth round of greens for twelve hours. Yeah, and then like, you throw God. up, and then you keep going. It's kind of <laughs> like it, it's kind of like football practice when you're in high school and you're throwing up, and and you're like, the coach is like, "Hey, why don't you get up and stop being a bitch?" You know, <laughs> that's what I heard when I was when I played football for half a year and I quit because I was like, I ain't dealing this crap <laughs> dealing with this grown man yelling at me because I'm tired and need water to survive. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. What would you do, man? What was I, your, I what, think, what you know, you here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm taking the digging the hole. Now, I hate digging holes way more than I hate walk mowing. Way more. Here's the reason is because it's 12 hours versus six. That's a huge time difference. <laughs> if it was six versus eight hours, I'd walk mow for eight hours before I'd spend six hours digging. But do 12 hours walking nonstop? Maybe you stop to take a piss and a throw up break? Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no I'm lunch break. That. No lunch, no lunch break. break? Oh Maybe my I'll God. throw you a Chick Fil A sandwich while you're freaking mowing. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. The time yeah, duration because, because it's six hours. Now, like I say, if it was if it was eight hours, 
versus six, I'll take the eight hours of walk mowing. But I am not doing it for twelve versus six. Oh, <laughs> maybe even ten. Maybe even ten. Maybe I do ten hours of walk mowing. I don't mind walk mowing. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done it, but last time I did it, I actually didn't mind it all that much. And uh, I could probably use the exercise as a matter of fact. And um, digging a hole just makes me want to like bury myself in that hole because I hate it so much. And so. just bury yourself six feet deep. Yeah. Yeah. It also depends on what kind of soil it is. Like if I'm digging in Dagwin clay, oh, I want to yeah. kill myself. Screw that. <laughs> if there's like just like a ton of like just it's a uh, like bank and run and, sh- and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Oh my yeah. God. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay this uh, okay so this this is the last question we have for today um and, and this question i had to message him and ask for a an explanation so i'm gonna send you i'm gonna tell you the the example he gave and that uh-huh. will help us answer the question okay so for example you take billy out to, to rake the bunkers he does a great job but when he leaves the bunker with the Dagwin, um, whatever it's called, the Sampro, he leaves remnants of a tire mark on exit and drives off to the next one. How much does that little bit of sand piss you off, basically, is is what the question is. Because he's he's basically, the, the, the initial question was, how crazy does it drive you when the staff doesn't complete the job? And, and leaves and you see the one percenters in in quotations and like that that sand that's left on the edge that's like the one percenter that's like the job is not completely finished but you left it dirty or whatever or it's like you you cut a new cup and you leave like little um little as he called it pubic hair poking out instead of like either cutting that or whatever like how bad does that bother you my thing is that if like for changing cups, if you leave like let's say like the person that's cutting cups leaves like a little dirt, like maybe when they fix. Oh yeah, the, that's um, a good one. Like the the dirt that that gets leaved or whatever after the dog one cut his cup. The exactly, cup and, cut. Yeah, and it goes like maybe it's around the hole or maybe it's around where the plug is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or you said before, like the there's sand like around like the when the person's raking bunkers, there's sand that's near like. Maybe the collar that someone when they hit when they raked in they just tapped the uh, rake they left little sand res. Um, yeah, I mean it bothers me, but not to the point where I'm like gonna be like saying like oh like if you if it looked bad like bad yeah yeah but if it's a small little thing I mean yeah it's hard it's hard because like it's hard because it it does bother me, but then I'm like. I'm like, ah, that must have been that what, what usually happens with me is when I see stuff like that, I'm like, um, okay. It was like a mistake, whatever. But then you start seeing it becoming a habit. And then it's like that. Okay. End of the week, we got to have like a little meeting about it or whatever. Hey, let's make sure we do this. And, you know, like tight turns on the greens mower gr- drives me crazy and things like that. You know, that stuff I'll, I'll gripe about and, but yeah, like the, the little stuff, like tire marks at the very end of the sand that, that, that comes off like in the dew and stuff off the uh, sand pro. Yeah, oh, you know, it, it bothers me. Uh, but 
like I say, unless it's happening a ton, it's also one of those things like, what do I, do I want them to blow off the Dagwon tires when they leave the Sam pro? I mean, when they get out of a Dagwon bunker with the Sam pro, like, no, not really. Cause that's just ridiculous. And it'd take them twice as long to rate bunkers. So I, I don't think so. Yeah. But my, yeah, my, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My, my big thing is at, at my course before I got there, when they try plex greens, they literally don't get off the mower to get the flag oh, out. Oh yeah, of, we talked about it. that last week. Yeah. So I told you that my pet peeve is like leaving when because they keep the reel still going on, so it leaves that mark. Yeah. Where if when you stop right near the green, and I'm like, it's a nice facility, and like that just looks like you know, that's just laziness at that yeah, point. Yeah, it is. It's lazy. It's lazy. And yeah, and it's funny what superintendents what they can't stand to see is like, like for instance, my superintendent, we just got these new T markers in the, in the, the spikes are a little bit longer than our previous like spikes on the T markers or whatever. And he is like, we, we had a meeting today because it bothered him and, and, and right, rightfully so that's, it's what bothered him. So we did it. We did a thing about it to me. It didn't bother me, but he didn't like how we were leaving the T markers up a little bit more because the spikes are longer. Like he wants it, he wants the spike shoved all the way into the ground and then the T marker to just barely be touching the grass, basically, you know, instead of like those high guys. Um, is it is that the is the reason behind the highs because of air circulation underneath? So that you know how like if you know, it, it's it's purely it's purely for aesthetic. Looks. Oh, it's aesthetic. Yeah, it's purely look. for okay. aesthetic. Well, you know, and if, if you shove it all the way to the ground and you leave it there for a couple of days it turns yellow, because, you got, yeah. because you have a storm, it, it turns yellow. But if you just, you know, he just wants it barely. Basically, he wants the spikes all the way in the ground and he wants the, the daggone bottom of the T-marker barely touching the grass. And um, and it's just for aesthetic. I mean, and it looks better. Sure. Would I have ever thought to bring it up? Of course not. Uh, but hey, you know, that's what we do. Um, that's why, you know, he's making the golf course look better and i didn't even think about it so um maybe i suck at my <laughs> job but anyway um <laughs> well good that, that was a good episode we're, we're, we'll get back to some more questions next week continue to send those in if you have any questions we will gladly add them to our next week's episode don't forget to listen next week for the to hear how the the member guest dinner went um i'm gonna be out there strutting myself so it'll be fun and um, I'll have a, you know, I'll have an escort and everything. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, we'll see y'all next Wednesday.